Good. Where, where's the smart marks at? They're there. There, talk to them. Good. Can I? Yeah. I would love you to. Can I really? You know how I feel. Can I swear? I'm, I'm, for, absolutely. Ask your friends over here. All right. Fuck you. <laughs> the New Jersey Kid, Joe Sheehan. That's the difference between you and I. For me, this is about passion, and for you, this is about fame. And nobody will ever remember you. The Rogue of Wrestling, Michael Newman. Yeah, that works in Hollywood, that works in the movies, but this isn't the movies, this is real life. And in real life, I am the real hero. You're listening to the Super Smart Brothers Pro Wrestling Podcast. Welcome back, everyone, to another edition of the Super Smart Brothers Pro Wrestling Podcast. I am your host and still your Super Smart champion, the rogue of wrestling, Michael Newman. Join alongside my great friend, tag team partner, and podcasting partner, the New Jersey Kid, Joe Sheehan. How you doing, man? I'm ready to take that title. I'm feeling good about this one. All right, all right, well... I uh, I usually tend to hold on to this thing for a pretty long time. A uh, couple successful defenses, not a not like a Sasha Banks over here. Yeah, yeah, I win it and then lose it right away. Yeah. Although you did actually get that uh, really long run there for a while, so that was I uh... did, I did, I did. So yeah, I, I got to give the uh, hat off to you, but I did take it back, and now it's time to put it on the line with full gear as AEW gets really hot. And actually, this is a pretty exciting pay per view. I got to admit. Yeah, I last, saw the last one was really good. Do you think this one's going to top the show, or do you think it's going to be uh, living in the shadows? Really good. Wait, which what was the pay per view like, called? All was in, the last? right? Was that, that was on. I think yeah. so. Right, all in was the last one. Yeah, yeah, so you're right. Someone recently posted that, and I hadn't made that connection. They're like, "Hey, all oh, it was all out. That's what it is. All in was oh, that all. very first. Yeah, but yeah." So someone was like, All Out was like declared like the best pay-per-view in the past 10 years or something like that. And they were like, wow. I think this has, uh, like, the, the, like that's just what fans were saying or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then now they're saying, like, this one actually has a chance to, like, top that. And I was like, holy shit, you're right. Like, I hadn't realized that. Yeah, I mean, I, th- I think it, I, I, it, a lot of it comes down to the title match, right? Oh, 100%. like with Omega and Page. I st- if, like this. This mat. This pay per view is definitely built around that match. I feel like if Omega retains, it definitely is going to knock down the. Yeah, I mean it's it's definitely gonna, it... like yeah. All that will definitely be remembered as the better pay per view if that happens. Yeah. And it's like I, going into this for such a long time. I definitely thought like you know Page is probably going to be a lock to win this, but like. I don't know. I'm starting to slightly think a little differently because of with the way the uh, the Eliminator tournament's gone. Mm. You know? See, being in that crowd at the Philly show where he returned for that ladder match, like, if he doesn't win that title, all those crowds are just going to be so disappointed. Because, <laughs> like, yeah. that mm-hmm. crowd fucking popped. Like, I've never been... I've been at WrestleManias mm-hmm. and... 
I've never felt the rush I did until that moment. Damn. I mean, that's, I mean, that says a lot. <laughs> yeah. Like, cause like, right. I wasn't at the rest. Like I wasn't at WrestleMania where like Daniel Bryan won or something like mm-hmm. trying to think the first mania. Yeah, you were, you was were at... like an average WrestleMania. <laughs> yeah. Cause like the first WrestleMania I went to was the one of the Cena rocks. And then on the undercard of that was like punk and taker. Uh, maybe the second one I went to, which was that was the one where Becky Lynch won the title on that triple threat. Okay. So maybe that, but like even then, oh, Kofi wanted that one. So yeah, maybe. Okay, so bat on that, but still, if it's like on the par of you know Becky Lynch and Kofi Mania. Yeah. Yeah, that that's pretty damn good. And I'm definitely not saying there's like no chance because I think that like basically before this essentially Adam Page is like a lock to win this. But now I'm kind of leaning like, I don't know, I could kind of see it being 50-50 either way. Is your 50-50 because you can see either Danielson or Miro or you definitely see one of them winning which is probably most likely Danielson? I don't want to. I mean, I guess I'll say this because I'll go ahead and make this my first. All right, yeah, 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 Absolutely winning the tournament. Miro is not upsetting Danielson. Okay. Brian's winning that. And I'm so okay then my thought Mira. is, yeah, all right. So you're okay taking Miro? Yeah. Because then my thought is, like, with, with Brian being a lock there, at least in my opinion, that very much opens the door for Omega to retain. You know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. My argument would be that AEW, though, has been okay doing the babyface versus babyface matches. Yeah. Yes, that's that's why I'm not like thinking that Omega is definitely retaining there. I think it, they could kind of go either way, and I think it would actually be really compelling if they did do uh, Adam Page versus Brian Danielson. That could be a really cool match, to be mm-hmm. honest. Especially because I mean, I'm I'm personally very much a sucker for babyface versus babyface. Uh, what do you think of that kind of dynamic? Because I think it's really interesting. Usually, I think it's interesting if you don't overuse it, because it's oh, yeah. mm-hmm. so hard. Like. If you're doing that, if it's babyface versus babyface every week, it's so hard for the crowd to pick someone, which is what you want in some of those situations. You want the crowd to be for completely somebody. Like an, like when Adam Page comes out, you want the crowd. Like when he's that surprise, that crowd pop, bam. Mm-hmm. Like it's so hard to do that if it's babyface versus babyface baby versus babyface every week. Um, mm-hmm. Then... But if you do that every once in a while, totally fine. Like, it's great to hear the crowd like, let's go someone, let's go someone else. Like, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I definitely, yeah, I agree. Like, if, if it was used too much, then it would get old very quickly. But, like, I think one of the things that's very uniquely cool about it, right, is it kind of forces the baby faces to differentiate a little bit more, too, right? Because, like, sometimes when it's baby face versus heel, sometimes people can get a little more just locked into kind of the generic role of, like, generic baby face versus generic heel whereas yeah. in like where your two baby faces like you know it's not necessarily that either one of you is going to go all the way into heel territory but you do have to do a lot more to differentiate yourself just to show what kind of baby face you are versus the other kind of baby face you know yeah you have to do that inadvertent low blow or something like that like just to get the crowd a little bit like to sway one way well, i mean i'm not even saying that like Oh. I mean, obviously, that, that could be the case for someone. Like, you know, if somebody's, like, a lot more of, like, a tweener baby face instead of, like, a pure baby face. Uh-huh. But, I mean, just, like, in the way that, like, um, 
even just like on a physicality level, for example, like differentiating your styles and stuff like uh, that. Okay, you know, yeah. Sometimes like when you're having to fight a heel, you're kind of having to like watch out for those sort of heel tactics. But like in a pure babyface versus babyface match, then it's like maybe you can like purely focus on that athleticism. And then maybe within that, then it's like, all right, how do we differentiate these guys? Like, yeah, you know, who's got the power advantage versus like the technique advantage or the speed advantage. And then even then, like, you know, how do they fight? Like maybe one person's a lot more aggressive, even though they are a babyface. Versus somebody who's a lot more like, you know, um, maybe trying to look for their opportunities and take their spots kind of a thing. You know, it's like size differentials that play out differently versus uh, in a baby face versus baby face situation. So I don't know. I'm just a sucker for changes up to the the normal, I think. Yeah, I, yeah, I get that. And uh, yeah, so Brian versus Paige would definitely be a mix up from the normal. Although I could definitely see them going Brian versus Omega as well. So. It's a toss-up. Yeah. All right. So you've taken that prediction. So I'm yeah, going to go. So do you do you actually think that Miro has a chance though, or do you think pretty much Brian? Absolutely, because I I could easily see, like Danielson can take the loss. Like, don't get me wrong, it'll be a huge deal. But I think Miro's the strong enough heel. Like his promos have been amazing. The whole God thing has been a life changer for him in <clears throat> AEW. Like. It feels like forever ago that he was being Kip Sabian's best man and they were talking mm-hmm. about video games and now he's cutting these promos of like like literally ranting against God and then like saying <laughs> lines like I have to break your neck Brian Danielson so that you can't go home to your wife but I can go home to mine like because <laughs> of the I whole mean, he has to yeah. be a champion to go home to his wife like that's, I mean, that is some intense ass shit. But like, I mean, like, at the same time, like, do you do you think that Miro has what it takes at this point to be challenging for the top title? Because like, he's definitely come a long way. But do you think he's come that far? He's been dominant in the matches, so maybe not promo wise. Because you're right. Like, I still think he needs a little bit of an edge. But match wise, he's been fantastic. Yeah, I mean, he's he's definitely always been like I, at least in my opinion, I've always thought he's been a pretty good in ring guy. Yeah, um, but yeah, I just I've always felt like he's not quite at that top level as far as like a personality, but like he's definitely finding that identity. I think at this point, mm-hmm. so I, I think he'll get there someday with a little more fine tuning. But yeah, I feel like right now he's better served as like this ultimate super obstacle for Brian Danielson. Yeah. Great, I would say great fill-in because this was supposed to be Moxley. I think it's right. That's, that's the other thing too, right? Is the fact that like he's the fill-in. So I feel yeah. like with the way that AEW has definitely shown that they want to do long-term booking, like all of a sudden Miro being the one who's in at the last second and then winning, I feel like that would be like a little too much. Mm-hmm. Or you say, I guess maybe not even too much because it's like whatever. If that's what they want to do, that's what they want to do. But it seems to me like that's not their style yeah although admittedly um, when we talked about this before i definitely had my money i was like oh moxley's winning this thing i think <laughs> <laughs> so, well i said it's like moxley or danielson but like i thought it was moxley but yeah now that he's not there i guess you know that that would be the time right to like pull a total crazy change because it's like well plan a is not here so i guess we have to make a plan b exactly Oh, actually, speaking uh, of which, before we go on to our next prediction, uh, yeah, did you want to talk a little bit about like the whole Moxley situation and being in a rehab and whatnot? Yeah, I mean, total surprise to me. Uh, 
would have had no idea, but loved the way that AEW handled it, which is, yeah. we're just going to admit to it, which was like, obviously also totally up to Mox, and apparently he gave them permission, and then loved that guys like Punk come out and say like, hey, I'm supporting my friend, like kind of a thing. And right. I think it was just like, that's great. Like, that's what you need. To, like, the whole WWE objective of like, we need to hide anytime our stars have these imperfections. Like, no, like, this is the real fucking world. People have these issues and need to see stars on TV saying like, hey, I have the same issues as you and I'm taking care of them. Yeah, 100%. I, I, yeah, I liked it. You know the way they handled it, and it's it's definitely surprising too, because like I haven't really heard like any horror stories from Moxley. You know, it's not like we've like heard a bunch of stories of like shit that he's done, and then it's like, oh well, now he's finally going to get some help. You know? Yeah, yeah. It's not like uh, he's not like well, it doesn't have like Ric Flair stories going around, and then it's like, right. oh yeah, no shit, like he's gonna go to rehab, like right. Or it's not like you know the Usos getting like all these fucking DUIs and shit. Yeah, jeez. Like, so right. Like I don't know how they're still goddamn employed with all these DUIs and shit, but like. Yeah, it's definitely one of those things where I guess that's that's a slight positive in my mind is that like it's not like his uh, problem is it sounds like it's mostly contained to him, so that's good. Yeah, he, he's now that he's going, he's calling it, so. it early, like catching catching it early, maybe is like the term. Right. I mean, obviously, we don't know all of what happened. Like, you know, maybe things have happened behind closed doors, but it's not like we've heard like some horror stories from like Renee or whatever. Yeah, you know, exactly. Uh, and the other thing I really want to say that I love about how they're handling it is that, like, I'm glad they're not trying to milk it in a cheap way for storylines. Like, they're addressing it, but then they're moving on and doing other stuff. It's not like, because I, when I first saw that, like, Punk was coming out to talk about it, I had this, like, oh. WWE, like, flashback memory, I feel like. I was like, dude, just remember when he had the stuff with Jeff Hardy? Yeah. I was like, oh, no, oh, no. Are they going to turn Punk heel and, like, just ultimately, like, be like, John Moxie's a weak motherfucker because he drinks and like now he's yeah. having to go get rehab because he's a weak little bat. Like I was like, oh no, please don't do this, please don't do. It. And then they didn't. So yeah, I was like really glad that they didn't because I feel like if this all happened in WWE, that's exactly what would have happened. Like, <laughs> like in WWE like this year, they had like Jeff Hardy in a bar match or something. Like that. It's like Jesus Christ, like <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm really appreciative that this is handled a lot better in in a lot of different ways. Exactly. And obviously, I think both of us would uh, wish Moxley very well. You know, absolutely speedy and important recovery to you know take the time he needs, and then once he's got his shit figured out, I'm sure he'll come back even better than before. Mm-hmm. Uh, and speaking of someone coming back than better than before, my next prediction is going to be Hangman Adam Page wins the AEW World Championship from Kenny Omega. All right. Because I mean, yeah. another thing, just to explain, another thing going into this is that the next Dynamite after this show is mm-hmm. in Virginia, which is Adam Page's home state. And so, like, the homecoming of him coming home with the title would just be, oh, chef's kiss, perfect. It would be really good. It would also be a great place to... Uh, <laughs> Sorry, everybody, I failed to win the title speech. <laughs> Please still love me. <laughs> oh God! Like it would be so sad, but like I don't know. At the same time, like a reaction that strong. I mean, if used appropriately, could be so good. Like, 
but I don't know. I've been waiting so long. Ultimately, I still think it's a better idea to give it to Paige, but... Did did you were you watching like on TV when he came out for the ladder match or? Uh, no, I had, I had to go back and rewatch it. Oh, but so that's what I meant. Like you were watching on oh, TV, okay. right? Yeah. Like so, like how did the reaction come through to you? I mean, I gotta say, like it's strong as fuck. Like it's it's one of those things where it's like if you don't pull the trigger, you have to have another plan. You can't just be like oh, well, we don't want to pull it now because we have Omega and Brian. Like, no, no, no. Like, you have to have a plan for Adam Page at this point. Like, if yeah. it's not this, it better be... Like, I don't even know what it would be. Like, It has to be something that is equivalently as good, like, kind of thing. Yeah, like, he, he'd have to be facing, like... I don't, like, I, really, I literally don't even know right now. Like, I'd, yeah, I'd yeah. have to try and think of something. But, like, I don't, like, do you think it... Maybe if he, like, we went into, like, a feud with Jericho or something to redeem himself, like... Maybe... Like but just like, or, or maybe even like, just, I don't know, something like Tanahashi, maybe like, just, I don't know, I'm out of my ass, like, like Okada came over, uh, Okada like, came over, like, yeah. uh, just because, like, know. even so, like, I I was in Philly when he comes out for the ladder match, and even just watching at home for like the Stay Puff Marshmallow like reveal, like that crowd mm. went fucking nuts, and I was like, oh, I know that feeling, like, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, ultimately, I I think they probably should and could go with page but yeah like i think it's it's one of those situations where like if they don't then they've got to have something else lined up because from the amount of yeah like the heat that has he has behind him like the crowd is so excited to see this happen yeah you know they're so behind him so that if, if you know they're if you're gonna basically cut everybody off at the knees from this extremely long like year basically it's been a year plus payoff then you've got yes. to do something else. Yes. I mean, I guess it's been like two years at this point, right? I mean, basically, this story is really a continuation from the beginning of AEW. Yeah, it's from the first All Out. Yeah, because it was, you know, it goes all the way back to Adam Page and Jericho. Yeah. Ultimately, so, yeah, like, yeah, I mean, I think you have to. I mean, the only other thing I can think of, like, I just pitched it, and even then I pitched it, I was like, no, that's not even good enough, would be the, like, Jericho redemption arc, but even that is not yeah. good enough. It, mm. he needs to win this yeah it would be such a wwe thing just be like nah fuck it we'll just we'll just kill his yeah. momentum and see, see what happens but no I, I i mean i've got omega here and if this were a different company i think i'd be more confident in the idea that they might split it like that but like i think aw like we've talked about before they care about actually delivering a product that their fans want to see yeah and instead of going like the extremely cynical route of being like, well, Hey, at this point, like, look at how insane people we are behind Adam page. If they're this behind him, then we can just keep milking that. Right. Because there's always more money in the chase. So let's, you know, have Omega retain here and then we can just keep building more. Like that would be the ultimate cynical. Like we're just trying to milk everybody at their dollars instead of actually giving them a story. Yeah. But like, I think they're confident enough in that, like we've built up enough other stories that then we can just go onto those that we don't have to like extend this one out literally as long as possible. We can bring it to its natural conclusion, which right now it definitely feels like this would be the natural conclusion. Mm-hmm. Like from everything timing wise, this is perfect. You know, going back to, you know, like the original all out thing. And then now to like full gear the year before with the eliminator tournament to now it's like, this is the time. Yep. This is the time. And I, I definitely have the confidence that they're smart enough to pull it off. Um, also, so 
unless you want to say something else about that match, because I think we could definitely mine that match for a while. I was going to yeah. make my next prediction. Uh, but yeah, I definitely feel like they're also smart enough to know when they've got a good thing going. And uh, I'm going to take my next prediction if Brit retains the title against uh, Tay Conti. Yeah. Because um, uh, yeah, Britt Baker is infinitely better than her. So yeah, don't let don't let Conti have that title. <laughs> uh, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like Ty Conti has gotten phenomenally better than what she was in NXT. But like, I mean, she couldn't have gotten a lot worse. To yeah. be honest. <laughs> but she, but she has not. Better. She's not at the level of Britt Baker yet. But yeah, she is nowhere near Britt Baker's level. Yeah. Britt Baker's level, if I can talk. Uh, yeah, so Britt's definitely retaining the AEW women's title. I would be beyond shocked if she dropped it. Yeah, Ty right now, especially be... Tay. Like you know, yeah, she would be good. Like for this, uh, the um... oh, what? TBS title. Oh yeah, yeah, like the mid card women's title. Yeah, making. yeah. Sure, that's fine. Mm. But yeah, no, Britt Baker's a star of this division, so let's keep the title on her. Uh, okay, so for my next one, oh, I think uh, I think the Inner Circle beats the Men of the Year and the American Top Team team <laughs> of Junior Dos Santos, mm-hmm. Andre Olowski, and Dan Lambert. Agreed. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm going to be taking the other team, obviously. But, uh, yeah, I feel like it's probably inner circle. And I feel like it has to end with, like, Jericho delivering the Judas effect to Dan Lambert, and that's who gets pinned. Mm, mm-hmm. Yeah, that would be fitting. <clears throat> yeah, and it just yeah it makes sense. So I don't, I don't think there's a whole lot else to say about that, because, yeah, I yeah. feel like inner circle's definitely got the advantage there. The fact that they're uh, actually in, like, a full team versus, like, yeah. this, like two teams... But I, I have to say, Dan Lambert on the mic, though, has been phenomenal. Like, him as the heel of, like, the old school guy, like, calling the shit out of... He's basically, like, the Jim Cornette character mm-hmm. in AEW. Uh, has been phenomenal. Cause just because, like, being in the crowd, we literally could not hear a word he said when he was cutting his promo. And the whole Philly crowd is just yelling, like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> the, the hate is so strong. Like shut the fuck up, and then I think I think we were singing the the uh, Judas theme song so loud as well that we couldn't hear him, and even Jericho <laughs> had to grab a mic. He's like, I couldn't even hear you. <laughs> yeah, I love that. I love the situations where like the baby face even has to just like uh, you know cut into K a little bit, and be like, I can't even hear what's going. Like guys, calm down a little bit, just so I can like hear the other person talk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's just when you got a really good crowd, though, you know. Yeah. Uh, all right. Let's see. So yeah, Inner Circle's definitely got that. I feel like one hundred percent. You've called that, and yeah, definitely putting it to Lambert. Uh, all right. Let's see another surefire one. I think I'm pretty confident that the Super Click is going to be taken in six man tag here against uh, Christian and the Jungle Express. Yeah, definitely. Think if uh, Kenny's taking the loss in the main event, then I think Super Super Click wins it here. I mean, honestly, I think either way. I think Super Click wins it regardless. Okay. Because they're just, like, I think Super Click is just way more of a priority. And, like, Adam Cole needs a win on pay-per-view. Uh-huh. So, there's that, too. Because, like, last time he just kind of, like, appeared, right? So, he didn't really have, like, a pay-per-view match. Yes, you're right. Yeah, last pay-per-view he appeared. And I think, so, like, like he's had even good team like... This is his first pay-per-view match, right? 
So yes. So I think even if they uh, they might do heel shit with like they've now formed the alliance with like Bobby Fish, he might even come out and just like help them win or something like that. Oh yeah, I mean it's definitely I could I could definitely see it be an unclean win for sure. But at the end of yeah. the day, they're getting the W. Yep. Uh, I am okay taking Jonathan Express though, and uh, Christian Cage. You know, might see that win for Jungle Boy. I mean, it's not impossible. Like, I just feel like very strongly that probably the super quick is taking. Yeah. Especially uh, like if this if this wasn't his first pay per view, I wouldn't feel as strongly. But because it's his first, it's like yeah, we need to establish the super click mm-hmm. as a force. Which actually makes me wonder too. Like, have have there been any talks about like uh, bringing like a secondary bit of like tag titles, like six man tag titles or anything? There's been rumors of the trios title. Oh, like trios titles. Yeah, I guess. That's yeah, they might call it that. Yeah. But nothing else I've seen. Like, not like a secondary tag team or anything like that. Mm-hmm. I would definitely be down to see Trio. Because I feel like they've definitely got enough people, and especially enough stables. In, yeah, uh, I mean, you could do Trios. Yeah. Oh, man, especially, I mean, personally, I would really love to see, like, Orange Cassidy and the Best Friends as Trios champions. That could be a lot of fun. Especially now that they're a part of Chaos. Yeah, especially now that they're part of Chaos. <laughs> Which, I mean, like... It's weird because, like, Best Friends used to be part of Chaos, so I guess they just got brought back in. Oh, holy shit, I didn't even think about that. <laughs> <laughs> but I, so, I just yeah. love that, I love that, like, Orange Cassidy didn't, didn't know what was going on. He was just like, yeah, whatever. He's like, oh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> sure. There's there's actually a lot of people who really want the uh, dream team of, like, Orange Cassidy and... Uh, Yanotoru as a team. I think that Oh be my god. Be ultimate great. comedy tag team. Uh, Which is like, damn it, they're not in World Tag League together. Uh, Yano's <laughs> teaming with uh, Hiroshi Tanahashi. That would have been a perfect opportunity. Send Orange Cassidy over. <laughs> yeah, he's not on... Wait. Yeah, he's not on this card. Yeah, so what the fuck? Yeah. What's he doing? Couldn't what do you need him for? So bad. The fucking door is not being used correctly. <laughs> why are no why are no AW people going to Japan? I was like, gonna say right, so far. Suzuki, Suzuki is back. Suzuki's in World Tag League. He's tagging with Taka Michinoku. Why couldn't Lance Archer have come with him? Lance Archer's not on this fucking pay per view. <laughs> what the fuck? The door is apparently one way so far. Yeah, the, the forbidden door is one way. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> and it's the one way that I don't care as much about. Like I'm, it's I'm still glad it's there. But, like, if it were only going to be one way, I'd like it to be the other way. <laughs> Dude, Suzuki's yeah. tour was crazy, though. I, that's what I have to say. Like, coming in, doing a Suzuki is the best, dude. I love Suzuki. AW, Game Changer, Impact, like... Mm-hmm. Uh, I fucking love Minoru Suzuki. <laughs> he's, I feel like he's one of the most, like, underrated, greatest talents of all time. Oh, 100%. Legitimate goat. Like, I'm not even kidding. I fucking love Minoru Suzuki. Um, anyway, let's see. We still got a couple uh, of matches I'm... on this card. So, the next one that I think I can pick the correct one on is I think CM Punk gets the win over Eddie Kingston. Like, as yeah. good as this feud has been, because it's been mm-hmm. built up fairly fast, like in the in the past few weeks. Um, 
and it's been great between the two of them. I still don't think Eddie Kingston's like the guy to get the first win on Punk. Yeah. So. I, yeah, I I have been sitting on this for a long time, and I have a very specific point I want to talk to you about this with this match. Okay. Because ultimately, I think you're probably right. Like, if, if somebody's pointing a gun to my head and I had to bet, I think I'd probably say that Punk wins this. Uh-huh. But I think this very much comes down to two problematic uh, or two like conflicting ideas. Okay. So Punk winning absolutely makes sense from a business standpoint, right? Because you don't you don't want to give up Punk's first loss yet, right? Like you want to save that for something like a bigger stage, a bigger opponent. Like you want to have that in your back pocket. But from an artistic perspective, from a storyline perspective, Eddie Kingston stealing this win from CM Punk would, would be, be phenomenal. so much better. Would be amazing. Yeah. It would be so much better than CM Punk winning. So it's like, dude, especially like, what do you do here? Have you seen like the, the, the Players Tribune article he published with like how he's not supposed to be in the wrestling business and like stuff? It's been like he like outside of the, the shows, they've been building mm-hmm. this up great. Like yeah, so it's like, man, like if like it would be so good if Kingston could win this, like, I mean, and like, I, would I wouldn't convince you, dude, agree, I right? Would, like, I would not is... be mad. Like, if if Kingston wins this, and I my prediction is wrong, I would be like, great, okay. fucking great. Like, however, I do have to caveat that I think like if Kingston were to win, it's got to be in the absolute like bullshittiest way possible. Like, like it's some low blows, like fucking uh, behind the ref's back, like uh, use the uh, tights roll up, like get your feet yeah. on the ropes. Like, I don't care. Like, use everything possible. Like, I don't want it to be a clean win, but I want Kingston to win so uh-huh. badly because I think it would be like vastly more interesting, both for him and for Punk. Yeah, because this has been Funk's, Punk's, uh, I was about to say Punk. Wow. <laughs> Punk's like first, like hard feud, right? Like, where he's yeah. really going at the guy. And so, like, if Eddie wins this in that fashion of like just the, the quick roll up and he has his feet on the ropes to get leverage or something like yeah, that would just add to it so much more punk going like, see, I called it. You're not worthy to be in this business and stuff like that. And then just yeah. have those two promo against each other forever, like promo forever. Is that a fight forever? Promo forever. Right. <laughs> exactly. Cause yeah, it was, it was really funny. Like their promo is so good. And then like, when they started actually brawling, like the visual of it, I was kind of like, this kind of just looks like two homeless guys fighting. Like, <laughs> this, act, like this actually is not that visually impressive now that they're actually fighting. So, like, I'm sure the match will be better because you know they're actually doing moves and stuff just instead of bad wrestling brawling. Yeah, but uh, like, <laughs> crowd starts cheering. Yeah. Please stop brawling. Promo. <laughs> please, please stop. <laughs> yeah, uh, but yeah, it, it's it's definitely a hard one to toss up. But, like, I don't know. The more we talk about it, I actually think there's more of a possibility of Kingston winning because like, yep. I just think it would be such a good idea. Yeah. Especially if you're going to give, like, because obviously, like, Punk and Brian Danielson are kind of on the same level. Like, going into this pay-per-view, if you predict that Danielson gets the win, it would be cool to see, like, Punk get the loss. Like, mm-hmm. like kind of thing. Like, keep the balance, so to speak. Right. Yeah, and it's like, it would be so much, it would just do so much more for this feud, right? Because, like, if Punk mm-hmm. wins, it's basically just over already. Like, if, if, mm-hmm. if Kingston wins, then you can actually turn this into something a lot bigger. 
And honestly, too, with like punk, I think it'd be so much better from the perspective of like from from the spec from the perspective of what they're doing with punk. It just kind of seems like they got him on the back burner right now, right? Like, yeah, they want to use him for something big, but it's just not time yet. So they just kind of like keep putting him in stuff, like just kind of keep him busy. Uh huh. And so I think it would actually be a lot more productive to give him something to really sink his teeth into. Yeah. Especially, too, because, you know, if you really get into this, then, like, that kind of gives an easy feud for Moxley when he comes back, right? Like, you could just go from Eddie to Kingston to Moxley. Mm-hmm. Depending on how it goes, I guess. Because, like, if Eddie Kingston goes too heel on this, and if because, like, Moxley's not going to be able to come back as a heel after this rehab. Like, he's going to have to be a face, I think. Yeah. Like, wouldn't that be some shit? Like, he just comes back and he's a total dirtbag heel. <laughs> oh, my God. What if he comes back and he's like this straight edge punk of just like, I've stopped drinking. I'm better than all of you. <laughs> he's like literally the exact like anti stone cold now. Like he's, <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. That'd be so weird. I think that could be kind of funny for like a night or two, but I feel like that'd be pretty bad. Yeah. Oh my God. That reminds me of like, uh, oh my God. Do you remember like the, um, Dean Ambrose with the uh, uh, the hot dog stand bit like against Seth oh, Rollins. Oh Jesus! Like yeah, <laughs> wacky Dean Ambrose. He comes out with a uh, Mitch the Plant again. He comes out with Mitch the Plant. It's like Mitch, help me stop drinking. <laughs> Whenever I have the craving, I just water Mitch instead. <laughs> and they just have this like dead ass plant from being overwatered. Like <laughs> just. <laughs> kills it like uh no this is why i shouldn't book wrestling <laughs> just a pretty <laughs> absurd of shit of like dead plants <laughs> uh but yeah no okay so punk and a kingston yeah i mean i still ah no shit like i think there's a very good possibility eddie kingston could win because i i think that like despite the monetary gain i guess of like trying to keep punk undefeated i i think they recognize a good story when it comes along. And mm-hmm. I think they'd be willing to maybe go in on Eddie Kingston here a little. Or at least I hope yeah. they will. But I could, I could see Punk winning. It's hard. This is definitely a coin flip. Like, not that it's arbitrary, but just, like, I could see it going either way, you know? Yeah, exactly. Although, if, if so if, if you were Tony Khan, you got the Booker's pen, what do you do? Now that we've talked, yeah, I think I go Eddie Kingston because I think that extends the feud. It gives Eddie a huge boost, which I think he needs mm-hmm. to like jump into that main event picture. And then I think you're able to give Punk that hard edge as well. Like his first loss is it's over and done with. All right, cool. Mm-hmm. He can lose as many times now as you want. And so, like, yeah. Now that I think about it more <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah i think kingston wins this but i'm still sticking with my my pick i'll take punk yeah yeah i, I can definitely understand that but yeah I, guess, yeah I agree like if i also was in charge of the booker's pen i think i'd want to lean towards kingston here because like unless we had a direct like idea of like okay cm punk is immediately going after the title after this or something then like you know why not like why not put him in a feud with kingston yeah because like look you already have whoever's coming out of the eliminator tournament so, like, that's your next title picture. So, like, yeah, keep Punk occupied with Eddie. 
and then hell even too like with even if like you know page beats omega like i don't think that like omega should or would just necessarily immediately disappear from the title picture right like i think he'd be wanting to try and get that spot back right yeah i think he would do some kind of rematch though a rematch or at least like trying to get a rematch it's not like yeah. he's just gonna be like oh well i lost the title so i guess i don't fucking care yeah or i'm just gonna just dis- i mean i guess he could do like the disappear thing maybe because if it's like too much of a blow to his ego then like maybe he disappears for a little while and then comes back but like maybe yeah because actually i wonder how they're gonna handle that like whether yet yeah, because i can definitely see them either doing that or like immediately him kind of like trying to stop daniel bryan from getting the title you know since if daniel bryan's the number one contender here or Brian Danielson. Damn it! I said his slave name. Fuck it. <laughs> Lashes for me. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. It, you know what? I have to say this. It's exciting talking about a promotion that has a lot of fun possibilities. <laughs> yeah, like, it's so it's so refreshing from like back when we used to talk about WWE. And it's like, oh fuck! Like, who, if they do this, this sucks. If they do that, that sucks. <laughs> Whereas like AEW is like, oh man, like they could do this that's really cool. They could do this that's really cool. Like who knows? Everything they do is great. Yeah. I mean, not that everything they do is great, yeah. but just like they have a lot of good possibilities. And I feel like, like we've talked about many times, uh, the personality difference between Tony Khan versus Vince McMahon is like worlds apart. Mm-hmm. You know, because like if this were in Vince's hands, it's like, oh, well, there's more money in keeping Punk undefeated. Well, then that's what we're doing. Like, I don't care. You know, whereas I feel like Tony Khan actually cares about wanting to be like, well, we're trying to make money, obviously. But at the same time, part of our strategy of making money is by putting on a good wrestling show. Yeah. And we want to keep keep doing that. So, like, I, I, I've i also been more surprised by some of the, like, because we've done these predictions for a couple of AEW shows before. And, mm-hmm. like, there are more times where I've been surprised at, like, matches that we've called wrong but not in a way that like didn't make sense. It was like a, Oh wow. There was like another element of the story that we just missed. Yeah. Or something or like another element. But we're that, like, still were excited by. Right. And it's still exciting instead of just being like, Oh, well they just dropped the ball on some shit. It's just like, Oh, yeah. well they just went in a different direction than we were anticipating, but let's see where it's going to go. Well, there goes that thing they've built up for how many months and now it's nothing. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Like it, yeah, exactly. It, I feel like, yeah, when they go in a different direction, it feels like it's an exciting like new possibility instead of it just dropping the ball. Um, but let's see. We've got two more matches. I got the pick. Um, I'm going to pick off of the tag match. I think I'm going to go for a retention on the Lucha Bros. I could honestly see FTR winning here. Like, Yeah, I think surprised. this one's a, corn fl- a coin flip. But I feel like, yeah, if it's in a situation where it's like, you know, it could kind of go either way, then I feel like probably just lean towards retention because, like, a title change just for a title change, like, I wouldn't do it. Yeah, and, like, FTR just got the AAA tag team titles from them. So, like, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm, that might make it even more in FTR's favor, actually, I'm wondering. Because then it could be like, yeah, we've really got your number, right? Yeah, but, but. I... Yeah, I just don't see it. Uh, like, they, Lucha Brothers just won these AEW ones. Like, they've held the eight, the AAA ones for a while, I think. Mm-hmm. So, they just won these AEW ones. So, it's like, do they just lose those right away just to give a FTR that, like, 
we're, we've gotten everything now kind of a thing, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, Lucha Bros really haven't held it for that long yet, so. I definitely yeah, feel like it was how, just how the last that win was, they should, yeah, it was, shit, it was just the last pay-per-view. Yep. I guess the last paper was so much, well, what was it? It's quarterly, so it's like every three months, so. Yeah, so I guess, yeah, okay, so yeah, it was like three months ago. Yeah, I definitely feel like they should, yeah, they should hold on to it. I mean, also yeah. just because I fucking love the Lucha Bros, so. And also, like, I mean, this feud with FDR has been great. Like, the whole yeah, FDR yeah. dressing up in, like, those masked luchador outfits, like, mm-hmm. has been good, yeah. Yeah, it's been fun. So why not keep it going for a little while? Yep. And yeah, I mean, I guess you could kind of keep going either way, like, depending on who wins, but like, yeah, no, fuck it. Lucha Bros. Lucha Bros. <laughs> I'm not going to talk right. myself out of it. And the final tag match, I'm going to go with Cody Rhodes and Pac uh, beating Andrade and Malachi Black. Hmm. Okay. So you're going to go Cody and Pac, huh? Yep. Okay. And Black. Hmm. I don't know, you know. This is really hard to gauge because it's not like either of these teams really have a lot of experience with each other. So, like, I it's can't even kind of, the, like... It's more the individual, like, uh, right. robbery. Yes, yep. Yeah, so like, yeah, yeah, Cody and Black, obviously. And then we yeah. got uh, Pac and Andrade. So then, yeah, I guess it just comes down to, like, yeah, which one of these... It's actually, I mean, this is sort of like a weird pairing, too, don't you think? Like, to kind of smash these together? Yes, because, like, I felt that Cody and Black were over. Like, Cody got the win and was kind of done with Black. But now he's doing this tag match, so... Mm-hmm. Do you think this is a way to kind of like establish a new connection or something? Like, do you think like Co- like Pac is going to be like more so like joining the Nightmare Family kind of a thing? Maybe because he's kind of I don't think he's done as much with the Triangle. Yeah, because it seems like his connection with the Death Triangle isn't really like as prominent as it was. Yeah, I mean, I guess like technically they are still like a group, right? I think they are. I haven't seen too much with them. So yeah, I'm I'm really kind of confused as, as to like what they're going for. Like every other match, I I feel like I at least understand like what the point of it is or like what the story is behind it. But this one, I I kind of I'm just confused to why this is one match. I feel like this should just be two different matches. One hundred percent, yeah. So uh, yeah, I I really don't I have a lot of this. I guess I'll I'm going with Andrade and Black. So yeah. Which, honestly, I could see because, like, Black has kind of dominated his rivalry with Cody, so I wouldn't be surprised if he ends up taking it here, too. Yeah, and then fires up Cody, Cody and he almost turns heel and then says no. <laughs> I mean, I feel like Cody's it's just he's going to turn heel at some point here. Yeah. It's only a matter of time. I'm actually kind of surprised that, like, he hasn't really sort of full-blown heel at this point. I feel like it's it's one of those things where it's, like, it's so obvious and on the nose that, like, at this point, like... It's not going to be a surprise now. So, it's like, why didn't they just do it already? He cut that one promo where he said it was, it's because of the legacy of Dusty. Oh, okay. Yeah. Huh. 
So like, what do you curious. what do you mean? I I guess I must have missed that. So like, what do you mean? Like the because of the legacy of Dusty, he's not turning like he, he carries the the legacy of the Rhodes name, which is like Dusty was mostly a face his entire career, mm-hmm. and so like I think it's that whole thing, but. I still I think that might lead to a heel turn eventually. Like he could easily just go, I'm tired of ho- holding on to this pressure. Like, right. Yeah, because I mean, I feel like all the signs point to him like that he should and will turn heel here at some point. And it's one of those things where he just kind of like is cracking uh-huh. apart, you know, like this this perfect image of like the baby face that he's constructed for himself is like falling apart. And eventually, it's going to completely shatter. Uh huh. But uh, yeah, that would be really disappointing and really weird if he had this idea that like, oh well, I can't actually turn babyface because I'm Dusty Rhodes' son. (laughs) (laughs) Especially when he's played heels so many times before and he's done really well at it. Like, Uh as good as he is as a babyface, I feel like he's ultimately an even better heel. Yeah. And especially too, because like the type of heel that he plays so well is, like, the fallen, like, jaded baby face, right? Yeah. Like, he was, like, supposed to be the perfect one, and then, like, something happened, right? Like, you know, he had, like, the perfect face, but then it got destroyed, and then he, you know, turned all crazy. (laughs) And then, you know, he was supposed to have the perfect career in WWE, but then he, like, you know, left and was like, fuck all this shit, and I'm gonna be the American Nightmare out on the indies. Yep. And then that led to, you know, eventually AEW being born, so... Mm-hmm. you know then i feel like we could go through the same cycle right of like i'm i was supposed to be aew's chosen one i was supposed to be the guy and now i'm not so fuck everybody else i guess <laughs> <laughs> although i'm the other shoe that i'm waiting to drop at some point and this is the biggest reason i feel like at some point he has to turn heel right is because back when he had that first match with jericho and he had the stipulation where like if i lose i'll never challenge for the title Yep. Right? Like, that makes sense as the baby face that he would honor that forever, right? But yeah. someday as a heel, then he'll just say, ah, fuck it, I don't care about that shit. I'm challenging for the title now. Like, and just I'm be still... the absolute dirtbag fucker, because it's like, wow, fuck you, dude. Like, you said you'd never do this, and now you are. <laughs> and especially, too, because, you know, he could use the fact, like, well, I'm also a VP, so I can do what I want. Like, I just, I feel like at some point, it would just be too perfect not to do it. Like, it's one of those things where, like, you know, they definitely are a fan of long-term booking. And to me, I feel like that was the perfect little seed someday <laughs> to blossom. What do you think? I think you're totally right. I think people have called this, like, from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Yes, and from the beginning. Also, I think we have uh, one more match left. Uh, the pl- pl- prelims match, yeah. Okay, cause yeah, it's Darby Allen versus MJF, right? Or is there? Another oh, match? oh, oh! I totally forgot about that one. Okay, so is there another match other than that? Yeah, there's a Hikaru Shida and Thunder Rosa versus Jamie Heater and Nyla Rose on the prelim card. Okay, I didn't even see that one. I guess I must. <laughs> I should. I probably looked up before it was even added on because I think I looked up the card yesterday. Uh, all right, so I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about Darby Allen. First MJF, because then, honestly, the women's tag, whatever. <laughs> That's just time filler. 
I feel like this is a rivalry that's been brewing since the beginning of AEW, right? In a lot of ways, like when they first kind of started, like they put Darby Allen as kind of like our little young guy that we're going to build up as like a, a baby face. Like Jungle Boy obviously kind of also filled that role, but I feel like Darby Allen was like the really hot get. And then MGF was like the opposite on the heel side of like this young, like great prospect that we're going to turn into like a great like pillar of our company. Mm-hmm. And it's like now they're coming head to head. And it's it's really tough to pick on this one, but I feel like MJF is maybe going to come out on top just because I feel like uh, he's got more shenanigans to pull on and then Darby Allen can just kind of eventually come back and, you know, beat him clean at some point because, you know, that's how these things go. First, like, I feel like if, if Darby Allen beats him now, then, like, it might hurt MJF more having taken that clean loss at this point. Um, yeah. I don't know. What do you think? No, I totally agree. I can see MJF winning here. I think he has more, especially if someone like Adam Page wins the title, you can mm-hmm. definitely see someone like MJF being like one of the guys that might go at, go at him for it. Yep. Especially too, because right, like MJF has some big wins over Jericho to his name. Yeah. So, like, that directly against Adam Page, right? Because Page, like, couldn't beat Jericho back then. So, I feel like Adam MJF would actually be the perfect guy to challenge uh, Adam Page after, like, say, like, Page and Brian or happens or something, then maybe MJF being the next guy. Or even MJF trying to just, like, insert himself in that mix. I don't know. I could see him being that bitch. <laughs> like, I'm going to cut the line. I don't care about the fucking tournament. Give me the title <laughs> shot, you know? Exactly. Especially if he kind of says, like, you know, bring up, like I'm saying about, like, I think the Jericho connection could be really important here because then it's like, you know, I've beaten the guy who was the first one to hold that title and the guy that you, Adam Page, couldn't even beat. So, basically, by the transitive property, I'm already the champion anyway. So, you should be giving me a championship match just to prove that you're even worthy of holding the title. I could see him just, like, making a legal argument to just get the title. (laughs) Yeah, like, legally, I should be the champion. (laughs) Yeah, actually, that would be that'd be an interesting question because, like, uh, are you familiar with like the lineal champion concept? Yes, so that even when like the champion loses in a non-title match, yeah, like so, there's somebody else who might be technically the like yeah. quote unquote real champion if like all matches. So basically, yeah, every match is considered like if the title were on the line, if it's singles and it has the champion in it, mm-hmm. like the current champion, right? So then, yeah, I wonder. I'm sure somebody's been keeping track of it, but I wonder who like the lineal champion of AEW is. Yeah, I have to take a look. I know for a while it was like our truth in WWE. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. I remember it did get like really weird into the dark depths for AW or in AWWE. And then I remember at one point in WWE too, there was like a split because like uh, I think it was like when Seth Rollins cashed in at um, WrestleMania with like Brock and Roman, like that fucked things up for yes. a little while. But then eventually, I think the two timelines reintegrated. I think Roman Reigns finally brought them back together or something. Uh, okay. I know somebody did, but yeah, I know there was like a weird time split then, but I think that did get resolved. But as for AEW, uh, I mean, I have to go back farther. Like, if I was going to pretend to, like, say, for example, Kenny Omega was until recently, then, like, okay, like, Kenny lost to Christian. And then, like, who did Christian lose to? Like, 
So I, I don't know. I'd have to look it up, but I'd, I'd be interested. I'm sure somebody's got it out there. <laughs> so yeah, that'd be an interesting project. Actually, I'm, on, I'm actually going to do this when we are finished. I'm going to try and look up and see if somebody's found the AEW lineal champion. Actually, you know what? I'm going to Google it right now while we're talking okay. and finishing up. All right. Uh, I think just real quick, uh, I will take Hikaru Shida and Thunder Rosa to win over Jamie Hader and Nyla Rose. Okay, so it's uh, Shida. Yeah, and Rosa. Yeah, okay. Oh, come on. Somebody's got to have it somewhere. No, somebody, don't like, give me the definition. Who is who is the A? Who knows? Maybe with AEW, it is the actual champion. Um... I'm not finding anything immediately here, so I'm gonna have to try and do some digging to see if anybody might be dive, might be like, a deep dive. Might be after deep dive, yeah. But um, yeah, like I, I mean, if if we were even to take it back to that, like I'm trying to remember, did like Omega get his win back over Christian before Christian lost to somebody else? Because like that would be, I guess, probably where I would try to start tracking it from, if not farther back. Obviously, I don't yeah. go farther back to really do it, but like just out of recent memory. If we were pretending that it was the champion, then it's like shit. Like, did Omega lose to anybody else recently? <laughs> like, yeah, I would have to go back and look. Yeah. Anyway, I guess that'll pretty much do it then here for full gear. Yeah, I'm excited for tomorrow, uh, Sunday, right? Yeah. No, it's tomorrow, right? I it's on oh, Saturday. it is tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's gonna be a good yep, show. November second. See yeah. if they can see if they can top all out because that yeah, that was a damn good show. All right, and then uh, we'll recap it in the next coming weeks. Yeah, talk about that. We'll uh, figure out what's going on next in the world of wrestling. Obviously, in New Japan, we got the best of Super Juniors and World Tag League coming up. Yep. Uh, I guess, uh, what's going on in WWE these days? Are they doing, like, Survivor Series sometime soon here? I don't know. Yeah, but it's going to be horrible, so. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not watching it. I don't even know who's in there these days. I just heard that apparently there was a good big D joke lately because uh, Drew McIntyre said something funny, but. Oh, well. Also, the entire so they just did the draft, right? So the entire Raw team for the Survivor Series, like Raw versus SmackDown, is uh-huh. entirely made up of people that just came over from SmackDown. What? <laughs> yeah, because they just did the draft, so it's like literally guys that have been on Raw, quote unquote, for like two right. weeks. That's so stupid. Yep. I mean, the dumbest thing actually about that whole thing is that like literally there's nothing that matters about the stakes so it's like raw versus smackdown fighting so hard but then like well does raw get anything if they win does smackdown get anything if they win nope no like literally there's nothing at stake and like i remember actually one time like i I, brian alvarez had came with a really good idea for these stakes right like what if like if raw wins or smackdown wins then like raw superstars like say if raw wins all right then, like, in the Royal Rumble, let's say, like, the uh, second set of 15 numbers, so 16 through 30, all go to Raw Superstars. And then, like, 1 through 15, they go to SmackDown. Uh-huh. Like, that would be a really good stipulation. Like, that would and make it would, Survivor like, Series matter. Make them want to fight each other. <laughs> right, it would make you actually want to win the match instead of just being like, what? Like, I'm fighting this guy with a blue shirt because I have a red shirt? What if I just put on a blue shirt? Like... <laughs> What does this matter? Anyway, 
suppose that'll pretty much do it for us then. Yep. And have a good weekend, everybody, and look forward to going over full gear with you. Yeah. All right. Peace out, everybody. And we'll be back again soon.